0: Hour. I'm your host, Folk Ruddian, and tonight we review and discuss Frank Herbert's 1965 science fiction classic, Dune. Dune, from a magical, hermetic perspective and as a prophetic political allegory. Now, sci-fi writer Orson Scott Card wrote, Remember that Herbert wrote Dune in the 1960s. Before the first oil embargo, before any Islamist government was ever formed, whether or not Dune had any causal influence on the rise of al-Qaeda, Herbert certainly did a superb job of predicting the rise and the power of such an ideology. I would be surprised if there were not, among the followers of Osama bin Laden, at least a few readers of Dune, for whom this book feels like their future, their identity, their dream. In other words, Herbert got it horribly right. And that's the end of of, uh, of uh, Larson Scott Card's quote. Now, of course, in Dune, it is the organic spice melange that lies under the sand and is the essential to space travel and commerce. Whereas in 20th century Earth, It was, and still is, the organic petroleum that lies beneath the sands of the Middle East and is essential to transportation and commerce. The spice must flow, and so must the oil. And so the political allegory is obvious. The hermetic magical aspect. Well, in the 1960s, when Herbert conceived Dune The big psycho-spiritual experience was LSD. Acid offered expansion of consciousness, instant enlightenment, and for some, extension of consciousness, soul travel. Hermes Trismegistus once wrote that one could go anywhere in the universe instantly and at the speed of thought. Some Eastern gurus had also declared that this was possible. So Frank Herbert's space spice melange was conceived as a psychedelic agent that would enable astronaut navigators to warp space with the power of their minds and go anywhere in the galaxy mentally and physically. That is one hermetic magical aspect. And there was also was a witchcraft cult that engaged in genetic engineering trying to breed a demigod, Messiah, who would launch a jihad to conquer the galaxy. So, if you'd like to consider the not-so-hidden inner inner meanings of this classic, then tune in with us and we'll have a 21st century look back at Dune. Along with Isaac Asimov's Foundation trilogy, which, by the way, Osama bin Laden did read, and J.R.R. Tolkien's Fellowship of the Ring trilogy, Frank Herbert's Dune ranks as one of the most influential works of modern literature. If you have not read it, you should. It was filmed by David Lynch for Dino De Laurentiis and Universal, uh, and almost filmed by Alejandro Jodorowsky, and later made into a miniseries on the Sci-Fi Channel. And we'll discuss uh, the various film versions of it later in the show. Now, uh, let's before we get into reading a, a synopsis of the plot and and uh, and uh, and all, let's 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 uh, uh, let's explore a few a few things in the background of this. Uh, Dune is a very very Deep book, uh, and and there's a great deal of symbolism and a great deal of allegory involved in it, and it you could spend literally you could spend years just studying all the various aspects of it, and 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 quite frankly, Dune is a trilogy. It's not just Dune. It's Dune and Dune Messiah and Children of Dune. And then finally, uh Herbert in the opinion of many people kind of spoiled the whole thing by a by a final book called uh uh called uh Dune Emperor. Uh and uh and like most uh, like most readers I, I, I wasn't able to finish that book. Uh but anyway, uh Dune uh has a great deal behind it. And, and Herbert, uh, Herbert's background and his experiences have a lot to do with it. Uh, one thing, Herbert was very, very, very uh, astute uh, stu- student of, of history. And, uh, and uh, one of the things that he really, really concentrated on in history was um, the history of oppressed peoples. Now, Dune wasn't the only book of this sort that he wrote. He also wrote a book called The White Plague, which, uh, in which he he did quite a st- study of, of the tyranny that the, that the British imposed upon the Irish and, and what this eventually resulted in. And this book, uh, The White Plague, which we'll also discuss later, uh, was... Uh, uh, another very uh, very prophetic, uh, very prophetic work. And, uh, uh, and it also had many had, a, had quite an influence in many imitators, including the most recent one was Dan Brown's Inferno, which was to, in many ways uh, influenced by uh, by uh, The White Plague. The White Plague involves a geneticist who creates a virus. That prematurely ages and kills off women, and this this uh, resulted in a worldwide pandemic, and uh, and all of the various political uh, problems that would result from that. And the white plague, uh, like dune, is is uh, is a sort of a terrifying uh, uh, experience. Now, in Dune, what we have is a, an allegory. Set twenty thousand years in the future, when the entire galaxy is, uh, or all inhabitable planets in the galaxy, are developed and human beings have have uh, created uh, what you might term civilizations on these planets. Now, uh, the in the course of this, there is a development in human in human uh, technology that hovered. Uh, I mean, excuse me. I, I mean, I mean Herbert. I'm getting mixed up with Elmer Herbert. That Herbert predicted that that in many ways is is looming uh, looming on us today, and that is a revolt against machines, intelligent against artificial intelligence, especially. And in fact, this this revolt. Which was which which was called the Butlerian Jihad. This revolt is so important to the Dune story that uh, eventually, when uh, when the, the Lynch version of the uh, uh, of Dune that was filmed, uh, there was a lot of complaints that nobody could understand it you know uh david lynch produced this uh, directed this this version of dune for universal for dino De Laurentiis. and uh there were a lot of, there were a lot of good things about it but 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 most of the, most people couldn't understand it they 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 had no idea what they were looking at and so uh when the film was first released uh it was so cut up and, and shortened because in those days they had a, a, a philosophy that no movie any longer than 120 minutes uh, could be could have a theatrical release and, and this and so they butchered David Lynch's film and and David was so upset about it that he said I don't want my name on this thing so when it came out the first version of it that hit the theaters it was directed by Alan Smithy. And that, of course, as we all know, is when you see Alan Smithy as a director on a film, you know that the director is ashamed of the film and he doesn't want his name on it. Uh, eventually, that was corrected. But the only way they corrected it was to release an extended version of the film, a director's cut, that David Lynch would approve of. And uh, they, since then, they have a little prologue... Uh, a little narration by one of the uh, by one of the principals uh princess aurelia uh who uh gives a little uh, background speech which isn't really very complete but originally they had a uh, an animated it was actually kind of animated a lot of uh, a lot of still artwork describing this butlerian jihad so that so that people watching the film could have some idea of what they were looking at because here this uh, this film is set. The story is twenty thousand years in the future, and the whole galaxy is is uh, is uh, settled. And yet, there is a minimum of of technology. There are no computers. There there are no uh, uh, there's just there's just a minimum of technology. Use, there's there there virtually no use of atomic energy, uh, and and uh, it, seems that are, it, it it seems that people are—it seems that people are behaving and, and 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 in a sort of a primitive sort of a way. They're behaving almost like, like they were in nineteen forties uh, society on Earth. Uh, and and there was a reason for this, and and so it uh it, it was this—the uh, backstory uh, it was this Butlerian Jihad. What had happened about two thousand years before the, the Doom story takes place? There was a, 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 a universal rebellion against artificial intelligence, and of course, also against uh, against a large amount of robotics, and, and and robotics combined with artificial intelligence. In fact, uh, the Butler and Jihad, their prime, their primary purpose. Was to put human beings back in charge of their own lives. They were uh, human beings felt that they were com- that they were becoming superfluous and being ruled by thinking machines. And so, uh, as as a result of the Mandalorian Jihad, uh, human beings would take the place of computers. They would take the place of all the things that computers did. Uh, they would that they would be uh replaced by human beings now in order for this to happen human beings had to have something that would enhance their intelligence and would enhance their ability to uh you know to take over from the from the machines and of course that was the spice melange and now, the Spice Melange, and this, of and this course, is very important to the whole, uh, the whole story. The Spice Melange is a, um, when it's a very, it's, it, physically it's very much like cinnamon. And it looks and it kind of smells and tastes like cinnamon. But, but it, uh, it's produced by gigantic sandworms. And these sandworms live only on one planet. And that is Arrakis, and it's a desert planet, and it's also called Dune, and that's the name of the of the, of the novel, of course. Uh, and these uh, these giant giant sandworms, uh, they produce this this spice. It's an organic compound, and of course they deposit it in the desert. And uh, but what this spice does is it not only uh, gives you mental powers, tremendous mental powers, telepathy, and enhances your ability to to uh, function in, in a computer-like manner. Uh, it uh, and it makes you, it makes you telepathic. It, it allows you to see the future. It it uh, it increases your psychic powers, and it also it, 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 it increases your lifespan. So the the spice mélange is is a very very valuable uh, substance, and of course, uh, although I was going kind of, uh, to, you might think that this was influenced by LSD as I mentioned. You know, well, LSD when the book came out, LSD was very popular, and and and, and so consequently, uh, you, you, we tend to think that. That LSD, that the spice was was analogous to LSD. Actually, it wasn't. It was analogous to psilocybin mushrooms, and uh, uh, I'll read you a little section on that by uh, uh, Paul Stamets. Explains in his uh, 2005 book Mycelium Running how mushrooms could help save the world. Herbert was something of an amateur mycologist himself. Frank Herbert, the well-known author of the Dune books told me his technique for using spores when I met him in the early 1980s. Frank enjoyed collecting mushrooms on his property near Port Townsend, Washington. An avid mushroom collector, he felt that throwing this less-than-perfect wild uh, chantrilles into the garbage or compost didn't make much sense. Instead, he would put a few weathered Chantrillis in a five-gallon bucket of water, add some salt, and then after one or two uh, uh, gloves, pour this spore mass slurry on the ground at the base of the newly planted firs. And when he found uh, found me, they were growing uh, from trees not even ten years old. I couldn't believe it. No one had previously reported... Uh, spores arising uh, near such young trees nor had anyone reported them growing as a result of using this method of course it it did work for Frank who was uh, simply following nature's lead Frank's discovery has now been confirmed in the mushroom industry it is now known that it's possible to grow many mushrooms using spore slurries from elder mushrooms many variables come into play But in one sense, this method is just a variation of what happens when it rains. Water dilutes spores from mushrooms and carries them to new environments. Our responsibility is to make the path easier, such as the way of the future. Frank went on to tell me that much of the premise of dune, the magic spice spores, that allowed the bending of space, tripping the giant worms, the mushrooms, the eyes of the fremen, a Corellian blue of the psilocybin mushrooms, the mysticism of the female spiritual warriors, the mede influenced by the tales of Maria uh, Sabina and the sacred mushroom cults of Mexico, came from his perception of the fungal life cycle, and his imagination was stimulated through his experience with the use of magic mushrooms. Now, this, of course, is one of the hermetic aspects the uh, magical aspects of Dune. and I might add that uh, in Hermetic philosophy, uh, the mushrooms have have uh, have been with us for a long, long time. Originally, all through from Central Asia all the way through Northern Europe, Amanita, of course, uh, and uh, and the psilocybin later on. But uh, the navigators uh, in Dune and uh, the navigators are perhaps the most interesting and the most hermetic and magical aspect of Dune, even more so than the men I just read, witches but the navigators can just spice constantly and uh, and they uh, they actually evolve as they age and, and continue to ingest spice, they evolve into creatures that are not even human anymore. Uh, um, they, But they have such tremendous psychic powers that they can navigate, they can send their minds through hyperspace. They can, they can actually warp space. They can send their minds through hyperspace and they can guide the uh, the spaceships uh now, I have never been able to figure out and and uh and uh, uh, there have been arguments about this, but I've never been able to figure out whether whether the navigators actually go along on on uh, interstellar travel. Or whether they stay on their home planet and, and in their tanks, their gas-filled tanks that they live in, and just proceed to send their consciousness out to guide the ships uh, to to other planets. Uh, I can't figure. It, I, I haven't been able to figure this out, and I don't think Herbert ever ever fully explains it. Uh, the uh, implication, of course, is is that. And that they don't, they do, they, they they don't even move. They do everything from a solitary position. Well, this is kind of in a way like we do with with uh, with radio, uh, with our space probes uh, within uh, within the solar system. You know, we don't uh, we don't uh, go out there with those uh, those robots that crawl around on Mars. We communicate with them by radio, and uh, in this case, the uh, the navigators uh, communicate by uh, you know by telepathy. And, uh, uh, this, by the way, is, uh, very hermetic because Hermes trismegistus says in the, in, in the hermetic corpus, he says that you can go anywhere in the universe, uh, that you wish to at the speed of thought. And, um, and, uh, of course, uh, you know, we've experimented with this and, and yes, we, you can, you can project your consciousness out to, uh, uh, to other stars and and, and and other planets, and and uh, we've done this numerous times, and um, um, and of course some remote viewers have also experimented with this successfully. So uh, this can be done, and the question still arises: do the do the Dune navigators actually go along uh, on the uh, on the big ships, or, or do they uh, or do they just? Stay at home and do the navigating. Well, you know, think about it. Uh, we're uh, our drone, our uh, our drone pilots these days. They they sit in uh, at Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada, and and fly their drones all the way around the Middle East, and and and, and they don't even move from Nevada. So uh, what's uh, why why should the why should the uh, why should the the, the the navigators floating around in their in their gas filled uh, 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 uh tanks why should they have to leave leave home to take the spaceships they they really don't need to um but anyway uh the the navigators of course um uh the Spacing guild and they are a guild in in uh you know in 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 the dune book they have they have, and they are they are the literally the most powerful uh uh political uh e- political economic factor in 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 the universe because without them you can't travel there's no commerce there's no there's no immigration there's no you can't there's no contact between planets the empire wouldn't uh it wouldn't exist without them so consequently the navigators control things now uh you want to get an impression about how powerful they are. And here I'm going to call on the Lynch, uh, the David Lynch film, which I happen to like, by the way. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of Dune fans don't like the David Lynch film, but, but, but I do. I, I, I like it. I know Frank Herbert liked it. Uh, but there's a wonderful scene and you can see it on YouTube. Uh, uh, there's a wonderful scene where, uh, uh, and you realize the power of these creatures, uh, where the, the emperor uh, Saddam uh, the fourth is in his throne room, and and this 4th uh, stage navigator comes in in his tank, and and the uh, uh, his uh, his human uh, not quite evolved human assistants in their black robes, shaved heads. They bring him in in this great big black this big black aquarium-like tank. And he's floating around in the tank filled with spice gas, and he's like a he's like a giant cuttlefish with 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 these pale blue eyes and this little uh, you know this little sort of pursing mouth. And he comes in and confronts the emperor, and uh, and the emperor explains to him what he's uh, what he's doing with Arrakis politically, how he's manipulating uh, Arrakis. And and he's giving Arrakis to uh, to the Atreides uh, temporarily, and uh, and then he's going to put the Harkonnens back in control. And and, and the Navigator uh, in his cloud of spice inside the tank, you know, says, "We want the Duke's son. All Atreides killed." And and the Emperor's you oh, know why 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 you know uh, the, the Duke, yeah, but why are his son? And no explanation but, but the uh but the navigator repeats, him. We want him killed. Well, then you you realize several things when you hear that. Uh one thing you know is that that the navigators can can see the future. This is one of the things that spice uh, does it, it? It gives you precogness, uh, and you can you can see the future. And also, it 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 lets you know that Frank Herbert was, along with with uh, his reader Osama Bin Laden, was also influenced by Isaac Asimov's Foundation, because the Foundation uh, trilogy came out years and years before Dune. And the Foundation, of course, as we all know, and we did a show on the Foundation, so if you're interested, you go back to the archives and you can go through that. But the Foundation trilogy is also a galactic empire, about just about as far in the future as Dunes. As, as and the Foundation, uh, Second Foundation, could predict the future. And they, if, if they saw that someone was going to problem in the future, they could order an assassination, uh, and like the butterfly effect. And, and so you, you, uh, you, you realize that this, uh, that these navigators, not only can they navigate through, through space, but they also control politics and, 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 uh, and, 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 and they, they, they control life and death over, over, over people. Uh, so, um, like I said, you can see that scene on, on uh on YouTube and and, uh, and it's uh, and it's it's I think very, very uh, dramatically effective. Uh, now uh, another aspect of the of the spice is what the effect upon the uh upon the witchcraft cult, uh the many Gesserit. And the many Gesserit are a uh, are a secret society of women uh who have a master plan and this is kind of in a way uh uh Frank Herbert remember I mentioned that book of his the white plague Frank Herbert had a had a kind of a depreciating view of, of women he uh women were you know uh, he very 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 much masculine oriented and he, he and and women uh you know women were sort of the Factor. That's one of the criticisms of Dune is, is by some people, is just that the women tend to be cardboard kind of cardboard characters. But the Benny Jassaret in in uh, uh, in uh, uh, the Dune story have a an agenda. They they also use the spice, and they use the spice to increase their their psychic powers, and also. And to enable them to control their genetics, they actually they actually are engaged in a form of genetic engineering. Uh, and what they want to do is breed uh, is breed a demigod, and they call this demigod the Quisots. Haderach. and they run that all together so it sounds like Quisatz hadarak but it's actually quisats Haderach. and and the quisats Haderach, what this what this supposedly means is he who can be in many places at the same time well, of course that's a as you know, that's a Cd or a power, and it's attributed to gurus. You know, oh, he's appeared or holy men. And he's appeared in several places at the same time. They said the same thing about Jesus and, and Apollonius of Tyana and various various spiritual figures in history that they showed shown up at the same place at, at different places at the same time. Now, um, but the Jenny, the Benny um, is is this secret female sisterhood. That um, that marries marries women off or or concubines them off to various uh, 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 aristocratic houses, and the ultimate uh, the ultimate goal of all of this was to breed this this demigod, which they think then they think they can control, uh, because they bred him, so they think they can control him uh, and. Uh, the whole plot of the original Dune story, it revolves around this this Quisatz Haderach, who happens to be the uh, un the unexpected son Duke Leto Atreides and, and now uh, civilization in uh, in in, uh, in in Dune in the empire in the empire in Dune. Is actually feudal. It's returned to a. We return to a kind of a feudal uh, uh, situation where you have uh, noblemen, uh, noblemen and noble houses that that rule entire planets, and uh, and these noble houses are called the Lancerod, and these noble houses are. Uh, well, these, these are the houses that the that the Bene Gesserit uh, trying to manipulate and and to marry their their women off to, uh, and uh, the the good guys in Dune are the Atreides family. They're the good guys, and they inhabit a planet called Taliban. and uh, and Duke Leto is the, uh, the head of, 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 of the, uh, Herides family. And, uh, and his son, uh, Paul, uh, was supposed to be a daughter. Now, uh, Paul's mother and, and, um uh, and Duke, uh, Duke Leto's concubine, he never married her. He never married her officially, but she's, she's bound concubine. Uh, she was supposed to produce a daughter. Instead of that, she produced a son, because that's what Paul wanted, and she—I mean, that—that's what duke, duke Leto wanted. He wanted a son, and she really loved him. Now, curiously enough, and this is something a lot of people don't realize—they get all the way through—they get all the way through the Dune, the first Dune book, and they don't realize it. But Jessica. This, this this beautiful woman and this wonderful wonderful character this beautiful woman uh, is actually the daughter of baron Harkonnen. and and uh, and uh, baron Harkonnen is is pictured as as a as a very machiavellian villain and now in the film and that's one of the criticisms of the film and and he is he is made to be almost a comic opera kind of a villain uh, in the in the film. Uh, he's not quite that that flagrant in the book, but but he's he's not a very nice person. And uh, he and his family on D.D. Prime, this uh, planet that they control, are, are 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 the sworn enemies of the Atreides house. Now, what the Bene Gesserit were trying to do was they were trying to heal the breach. Uh, by having Jessica uh become the uh, you know become the consort of Duke Leto and uh, and produce this daughter which they were then in, in turn going to uh going to marry off to one of uh Baron Harkona's nephews, uh, uh who uh, who was played by Sting in the in the, the rock and roll singer stay in the in the Lynch film. Uh and uh they're gonna do that and, and heal the breach and and uh then then uh, the Harkonnen nephew uh redak and and uh and uh um, Leto's daughter will produce the Quisot's cataract. That was the plan, but it didn't work because uh because Jessica went ahead and and had a son, Paul, and he he and they very quickly realized this that Paul is the quisau Haderach. and 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 uh, and this of course follows up all of these schemes that that have been that have been launched are uh, 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 in the works uh and and uh, and because the emperor uh who is uh uh really kind of what the Latins call a quadio, you know he's just a manipulator and the emperor has has given uh uh the the had control of arrakis the the spice planet the desert planet they had control of it, but they hadn't been- producing very much spice and and so uh the emperor uh told told them to get out and he was gonna have the Atreides family move in and take over Arrakis. Alright, well that's uh uh but but then the plan was was no sooner would the the Atreides family get in there and increase the spice production and all than then the emperor would uh would send the Harkonnens back and, and they could attack uh they with his with his assistants and even his troops, uh, they would come back and they would kick out the the Atreides family and kill the Duke and and all that. Uh, so that, that that all this intrigue's going on, and uh, and so Jessica goes and throws a monkey wrench in the works by by <laughs> producing this this. this Quisatz had ahead of time as the son of the duke, who was already marked for death. And and oh, and, and and this is as I say, it literally throws a monkey wrench into the conspiracy. And and so off they off they go. Off go to the uh uh with the assistance of this of the space uh, the, of the space spacing guild. Off go the uh, uh the duke and his and his. And his troops and his people, they take over Arrakis, and the Harkonnens pretend to leave, but really don't. And then, and, and uh, so when they get to Arrakis, um, and they try to, you know, get the spice uh, moving, again they discover that Arrakis is is inhabited by these uh, these people that can that are so much like Arabs that uh, that. Uh, uh they call they're called the Fremen, but they are very much like Islamic Arabs. They're 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 they live in the desert, in the deep desert, and also in the in the cities, but they are very, very much like, like Arab Muslims. And and there is a, a lot of uh, their background is that way. Now, um I did some checking up on on Hubbard uh, here again, Hubbard uh, I'm excuse me. Uh, 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 Herbert's uh, background on this on this Fremen thing, and yes, they are very influenced by uh, by Islam and by the Quran, but also Zen Buddhism. In fact, Herbert combined Zen Buddhism and, and Sufism to create a religion for them called Zen Sunni, and and. Uh, and, uh, and a whole mythology, uh, which which obviously owes a lot to, to Islam, but uh, they this is where we we discover. Uh, and of course, what happens is the Duke, you know, the Harkonnens come back, and and the Duke is killed, and Paul and his mother escape, and they and they get and and they they get with the uh, with 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 the with the Fremen. And at that point when they get with the Fremen, um then uh you know uh Paul manis, begins to manifest his quisat Haderach his, his qualities. And at this point we have we have to realize and everybody admits this that Paul Atreides uh, who is who becomes more Deep which, which is the dark reflection of the second moon, then that really what he is is kind of like a Lawrence of Arabia. And it's obvious as you, as you get through this that Lawrence of Arabia, T.E. Lawrence, very, very much influenced uh, Her, uh, Herbert in, in the creation of this situation. So, uh, yet, there is a prophecy, of course, among the Fremen that, that this foreign... Uh, that this foreign uh uh person will come and, and and become their 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 mahdi their messiah their their mahdi the expected one and this sure again is is uh is is muslim uh islamic mythology as as, as you as you probably know so uh we have uh, the influence of you know, indefinitely of Lawrence of arabia in this uh because paul. Uh, who becomes Maud neeb uh he you know he gets them together and and uh, and and uh, turns you know turns them against the Harkonnens and they they bring spice production to a halt and and uh and Paul realizes that if they control the spice that they can control the whole universe because the universe can't you know there can be no commerce, there can be no communication there can be nothing if 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 there isn't space travel then and, and 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 the guild can't function and uh so if they control space, they literally control the universe well now that all of those events all occur in the first uh you know first book, and the first book ends with uh with paul and his by the way uh he has uh I, I should mention that uh, in order to become to become the the Quisatz cataract, he has to drink the water of life. And the water of life of course is produced by the great sandworms. Not only does he have to ride the sandworms but he has to drink the water of life if he wants to be the Quisatz now, this is an interesting situation here because drinking this, this poisonous water of life is necessary for a, for a Bene Gesserit reverend mother. In order, in order to become a prophetic reverend mother among the Bene Gesserit, you have to drink this water of life. And, and Jessica, his mother, does this and she survives and becomes the Reverend Mother for the the Fremen. She takes over from the old Reverend Mother that they had. But then Paul Mothdeeb realizes he has to do this. Hey, he has to drink the water of life. And of course, uh, as one old Reverend Mother told him, well, uh, and he asked her. He said, "Well, have any other have any other men ever done this?" And, and she says, yes, many have tried. And Paul says, well, what happened to them? Did they, did they, uh, they tried and then, and, and, and they failed? And she says, no, they tried and died. So he tries, he drinks the water of life. Well, this is a scene, uh, in the Lynch film, uh, that, that is very well done when he, when he drinks the, he drinks the water and has his psychedelic experience. And of course it naturally, it, uh, uh, the hermetic aspect of this is that it, it, it very much, you know, reminds me of the first time I, I ever did Amanita, you know, when it, it, it's kind of that, that, you know, that, that, that sort of experience, you know, you wonder whether you're going to survive or not. And, and, uh, and you do, but, but, but you're not the same when you come out of it. And, uh, so he does and he survives and, and uh and realizes his powers. Well now at the same time uh he has uh he has adopted a Fremen wife and uh and he's uh uh and and but Jessica, his mother is also she also is pregnant, my my the nuke right before he died and and she gives birth uh, to a um, to Paul's sister, Aaliyah. And Aaliyah she took the water of life while she was pregnant with Aaliyah. So this little girl is born with extraordinary powers because because her mother took this took this water of life while she was pregnant well uh and this is very well done in the lynch film too i think uh, when this little girl this, this this little seven-year-old girl walks into the into the palace with the emperor and all of them there and and you know and her eyes glowing with the blue of the spice you know and 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 this demonic voice she has this little seven year old girl and she says, "My brother is coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh and and the 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 ve Jesser are terrified of her, and the emperor is you know he 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 doesn't know what to make of her this little this little girl is has tremendous power um uh, so anyway, this is the way the the novel dune ends, and it ends with this shahad. Which is successful in conquering Arrakis and controlling the spice, but we have to uh, we have to backtrack a bit and say that when Frank Herbert conceived this this story, he conceived it not just the one novel, Doom. He? he conceived the whole series, uh, three of them actually. I think God Emperor was uh, kind of an afterthought but but uh, he conceived the first three books, and he himself said that that what he was doing was was doing a, a long study on on superheroes and and uh trying to show that you should not put your faith in 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 a superhero that uh, or in or in a supernatural, or, or think that somebody is a living god, no matter what kind of powers they have. So he was doing a study, in a way, of 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 uh, the kind of person that that Paul turned into, and and Paul actually fought against, didn't want to be, and 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 fought against it into and, and turned into this into this uh, literally this superhuman uh, creature, or at least at least. They thought he was superhuman. One of the criticisms of the Lynch film that is very valid, is in the end of the film, Paul goes outside and it starts to rain in Arrakis. Like, oh boy, you know, the cruisa outside Iraq brought rain. (laughs) God and this is impossible later on they did but they had to preform the planet they, they in order to get in in order to get it to rain they had to, they had to terraform the whole planet and here he has Lynch had, a, had, a, had the rain clouds coming right at the end of the climax and so that was one of many criticisms of the Lynch film uh, I didn't mind because you know I, I I knew Lynch was was tried what what Lynch unfortunately did that that irritated a lot of people in the film is he had even though uh, uh, this was anti technological he had he had a lot of technological uh stuff in the film that really was not uh that was not in the book because in the book everything was done with the mind and not with gadgets. But but in order to make and I can understand that because I'm a screenwriter and I and I, I know that you you can't you know and especially coming right after Star Wars and, and Star Trek he, he he couldn't this business of doing everything with the mind uh, wasn't going to play on the screen so I can forgive Lynch for that and and uh, and I think uh, looking back as we see the film now by the way the film the Lynch the Lynch version of the film is very very popular now and and it's being shown on, on uh cable T V over and over and over again. And one of the reasons why the Lynch however the Lynch version of the film glorifies uh Maud Deeb as a kind of a, a kind of a Muhammad kind of a character or a Mahdi, you know, kind of a character like like Mohammed Ahmed. Uh, he's he's sort of a Mahdi and and uh, uh you know if you want to see Want well, to see the Mahdi Go you know, look at Lawrence Olivier on on YouTube, doing the Mad Body. He's it, it, kind of that kind of a character, and that, in a way, kind of disturbs me because it does give some, you know, it gives some some. Um, well, I won't say ammunition, but it, but it, it it kind of glorifies the the uh, uh, the Islamic Jihad, and and that part of it. Whereas as you go on through the rest of the series uh Dune Messiah and Children of Dune. Uh and then finally that God Emperor, do you realize that that really this 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 jihad was terrible. It killed billions of people. And 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 uh and 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 Paul uh turned into a kind of a he didn't he didn't like what he turned into and, and, and his son uh you know went mad and, and uh and, uh, so what Herbert was really trying to show was that power corrupts and, ab- and absolute power corrupts absolutely and absolute spiritual power corrupts even worse. And, and Hubbard, I mean, excuse me, I keep saying Hubbard
1: uh,
0: and Frank Herbert, he knew that. And that's what he was trying to show. And, and so, um, uh, uh, the the message of Dune is really the the underlying message is is no jihad's are terrible there 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 is no justification for them and and uh, even in 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 how in in, uh, in uh, Herbert's backstory uh not only not only did they have this Butlerian jihad in which they rebelled against and I, I, I hope I mentioned that but Larry and jihad, but if i didn't let me let me let me uh clarify it again uh, a few thousand years before the, the events of doom occurred they the entire universe rebelled against thinking machines they 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 said that and and the spice enabled them to have or create what they called mentats, in other words, human beings that took the place of computers, and that's literally what what Paul was. He was a mentat because he took so much spice that that his mind became super powerful, and and so uh, he really was he really was uh, was a mentat, and and that's another thing it isn't it isn't really explained in the in the films, but. Uh, what this comes down to, the, the 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 bottom line of all of this is that that there are no there are no demigods, there are no uh, there are no supermen. Uh, there are, that we are all we are all sons and daughters of God, and, and we all need to we need to be able to make up our own minds and not have not have not worship people. And and uh, and not uh, and and uh, not follow some some other person's vision. We need to have our own vision. And Herbert even had an attempt in his prehistory to have uh, a religious council where they would try to you know these religions not to be fanatical and to declare that there was that nobody had a, they had an exclusive uh, revelation. But that didn't work because naturally. People are always going to go back to what they're going to go back to. Anyway, Dune is a fascinating, uh, a fascinating allegory, and uh, and uh, it has certainly had an influence. Also, I should mention that that petroleum is the is is the twentieth and twenty first century analog to the spice. Now. I know that we don't uh, drink petroleum and, and, and get to be like computers or anything like that, or we don't drink petroleum and navigate spaceships. But petroleum does run all of our, most of our machines, our, our internal combustion engines, gasoline engines, diesel engines, and it, it generators. Petroleum uh, is is terribly important for our. Uh, our society and our economy worldwide, and also not just to fuel our our trucks and our trains and our automobiles and our aircraft and everything else. Not only that, our plastics, and so much of our building materials are made out of petroleum. When you think about all of the various products that come from petroleum, it it is it is almost in a way, uh, discovery of, of oil in 1900 is almost as important as, as Faraday and Tesla and Edison with electricity. Uh, it, it, it really is. And, and, and uh, of course, now we're all, you know, have this, I think, personally misplaced idea that, that, uh, that climate change is, is mandating that we no longer use petroleum and all of that. I I am very suspicious of that, and and uh, and I might point out that we have we have in this country have figured out how to make fossil fuels safe to use. They are no longer uh, they the way we we have we have completely safety fossil fuels. Now, obviously, the rest of the world hasn't. The Chinese are are literally. The Chinese have a pollution problem that's as bad as the pollution problem was in London back in the turn of the of the last century. You know, back in in, in London during Jack the Ripper's time, uh, people were dying of tuberculosis more than they were of Jack the Ripper. And 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 and, uh, and uh, yeah. But we've come a long way since then. And petroleum is is not obsolete as a fuel and and it, and uh, perhaps we will replace it uh in sometime in the future, but not not for a while yet and and uh and so uh, in our and of course the Saudis and various other middle eastern interests they realize that, and they also know that their that their hedge, hedge, that their hegemony of, uh, of of oil domination is limited, and so therefore. They know that they only have a few years left where they could use this oil leverage. Uh, either we replace uh, uh, fossil fuels, or we uh, we develop our own. And we have more oil we have more oil under the Rockies than they have under the sands of the Sahara or under the sands of the Arabian Desert. And and so uh, and they know it. And that's why we have this oil war going on right now. And when you read Dune. You can you can see that that uh, that you know that they 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 are using uh, their oil as long as they have enough of it to control the oil market, which they are which they are doing right now. Uh, they they have enough enough leverage, not quite the leverage that that uh, that Maude Deeb had with the spice, but they do have a leverage, and they're going to make the best of it and make and make us suffer the most. The most and they are, and uh, and we should see this, and we also want to see Dune as a prophetic novel in this case. And uh, I don't think that, that Baghdadi is is by a long shot. He's not. He's not uh, not a Mahdi, but uh, but uh, uh, the, the, he certainly has a jihad going in, and, and oil, and and he is also has control of a lot of oil. So doing is doing certainly has uh has this prophetic aspect now uh next week uh we're going to be uh uh we're going to be involved in another event next week so we'll have a rebroadcast next week but then uh following that we're going to continue our our meaningful our meaningful uh uh exploration of literature. Uh, and, uh, uh, in relation to the, in, in relation to Hermetic philosophy, and so until until next week and and the week following, uh, 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 have a good one and good magic.